bits and pretzels inspire you. You will figure it out. This is clearly the place to be. Servus everyone and welcome to another episode of the Bits and Pretzels podcast. I am Britta Wedling, Editor-in-Chief of Bits and Pretzels and I welcome you to the show. Remember what it feels like to be focused and productive? It has been a while? Well, you're not alone. Many of us feel exhausted and overwhelmed due to the economic situation caused by COVID-19 and the many uncertainties ahead in business and in private life. Today's podcast guest is here to help. Listen to Ariana Huffington, the co-founder of the Huffington Post and founder of wellness company Thrive Global. In this podcast, we are talking about what has helped the serial entrepreneur, best-selling author and fearless business person while building her amazing career. From studying the news aggregator Huffington Post that won her the Pulitzer Prize, fast forward to today, where she's leading Thrive Global, focusing on helping entrepreneurs to deal with workplace stress. You know, it's uh, very easy for us to operate like firefighters, constantly being in a state of urgency. But we need to really differentiate between what is urgent and what is truly important because everything is urgent. If everything is urgent, then nothing is prioritized. So if you're anxious about adjusting your business to the new normal over the next coming month, this podcast hopefully provides some valuable advice for you. And like always, nothing beats a well-prepared podcast guest. You know what? Give me two minutes to get a cup of uh, tea and I'll be right here. Can you hear me okay? Absolutely. Can you hear me okay as well? It's perfect. Okay, great. So why don't we kick this conversation off? Are you ready? Ready. Okay. Hi, Ariana. Thank you so much for coming on the Bits and Puzzles podcast. It's so great to talk to you again. We didn't talk in a while. I know, Britta, it's so great to be with you. Thank you. So obviously, you're known as the co-founder of the Huffington Post, which won you the Pulitzer Prize. And after you sold it to AOL in 2011, you started Thrive Global, a company that's targeting wellness, better sleep and well-being, things that some people would find strange to focus on these times of COVID-19 and recession, where many found out to decided to work even harder and to sleep less than ever before. So why do you think that's especially important right now? So, Brita, first of all, <clears throat> um, what actually happened is that I sold um, the Huffington Post to AOL in 2011, and continued running it until 2016. And uh, what uh, got my interest and passion in matters of well-being and uh, how to achieve a best performance was really my own collapse from burnout in 2007, two right. years into building the Huffington Post, and buying into this founder delusion that in order to succeed, you have to be always on. Right. And the work of Thrive is not about not working hard. It's about working smart. And we have so much data that when people don't take time to recharge, they are actually less productive, less creative, less empathetic, And we have so much data on that. And it's kind of surprising that in our world, which is obsessed with data, 
Right. We are ignoring that reality. Yeah. So, so talk about this specific situation. And I think many founders in our audience can rely on that situation and feel themselves really in the situation. You build a company, you, you're in the middle of a lot of stress. And how did you realize, I mean, even out of the situation of this very dangerous situation, finding yourself on the ground in a pool of your own blood, how did you realize you really had to make changes about your life? And how did you make you know, yourself sticking to it? Well, it started with, you know, the fact that when you collapse and break your cheekbone, you end up going through a multitude of tests, you know, echocardiograms, MRIs to see what's wrong with you. Do you have a brain tumor? Do you have a heart issue? And in the end, basically, the doctors collectively told me there was nothing wrong with me, but... I was suffering from burnout and that was a lifestyle issue. I had to change the way I worked and lived. And uh, so I became obsessed with the subject and I'm a bit of a research nerd, so read mm -hmm. everything and saw how, in fact, all the latest um, scientific um, Uh, discoveries had made it clear that sleep is not negotiable unless you have a genetic mutation, which about one to one and a half percent of the population does. We all need somewhere between seven and nine hours sleep for our brain to be able right. to clean up the toxins of the day. That stress is unavoidable, but stress becoming cumulative is not. And that's when I started covering all these issues um, at the Huffington Post. But I soon realized that it wasn't enough um, to increase awareness. We needed to change behavior. And as you know, Brita, changing behavior is one of the hardest things. So talk about how you, you know, re how you realized that and how you actually improved on the chances to make your small life changes a long-lasting good habit and what other entrepreneurs can learn from your own path? Well, the first thing is uh, I changed my mindset. If you continue to believe the delusion that in order to succeed as an entrepreneur, you have to be always on, you are not going to make any changes. Right. So that was the first thing. And uh, then I instituted what at Thrive we call micro-steps small daily incremental steps that we call too small to fail that mm -hmm. now have been incorporated in our behavior change platform at Thrive. And the way the, flat, the platform is divided into four journeys, I started practicing that in my own life. So let me tell you about these journeys. The first journey is recharge, which is basically about sleep, And about the 60-second uh, recharging moments uh, during uh, the day that prevent stress from becoming cumulative. And there can be moments when you focus on your breath, moments when you focus on what brings you joy or on what you are grateful for. The second journey is fuel, you know, which is all about what do we eat, And how much do we move? And we all know um, that too much sugar and processed foods affect not just our health, but our resilience, our uh, creativity, our ideas, everything is affected. 
Right. But we make it super easy, again, through micro steps. And we all know that sitting is the new smoking. So how can, how can we help you to move more? The right. third um, journey is particularly important for entrepreneurs. It's about focus. And we are all surrounded by distractions. So how can we help ourselves and others? stay more focused. For me, for example, I have ended all notifications to my phone. Right. And um, I charge my phone outside my bedroom at night. So there is a whole list of micro steps that we can implement. And the final journey is connect. And connection starts with ourselves. I mean, you you were part of a philosophical reading group at Stanford. So, you know, every philosophical tradition stresses this connection with ourselves Uh, because if we're not connected with ourselves, we can't truly connect with anyone else. Right. You know, when you look at the situation we are all in right now as entrepreneurs, as, as startup founders, there's so much uncertainties around right now with, with COVID-19 What's your assessment of the current situation? And and what do you think could be like the first two micro steps for entrepreneurs to improve on the situation? Well, um, the first thing is this mindset shift that I mentioned so that we can all truly um, recognize that we have in us a place of wisdom, strength, um, creativity, resilience, and we need to take micro steps to tap into it. And from that place, we're going to be much better at everything we're doing. And athletes are a great example for that. You look at athletes and they do prioritize their time to recharge. Recovery time is as important as training time for athletes. And Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs are athletes in their own way. So, um, Beginning on these micro steps and in our platform, we we give um, everyone a lot of role models, examples of people they may admire who are practicing that. They could be athletes or they could be Jeff Bezos saying why he sleeps for eight hours because it improves his decision making. We've bought Mm -hmm. an AI machine learning company so that we can personalize the role models and the micro steps we feed our users so that they are very aligned with what their own needs and challenges are. And at this time, um, Brita, we know more than ever, there is some new neuroscience out of Yale, for example, that because people are stressed, they are less productive. They have a harder time focusing. The um, Google searches for how do I get my my mind to focus are up 300%. Right. So it's more important than ever to practice these micro steps that reduce stress and improve productivity. Yeah. And and we are not only like founders of ourselves or part of the startup ecosystem, you know, some people also lead companies and, you know, they're in a situation where they have to create a self and healthy work environment, even in a time where, you know, many people are grappling with stress and nobody really knows what the new normal is going to look like when we all go back to the office. 
So, so do you have like any advice for company leaders of how they could create safe and healthy work environments for their employees? That is key. And in fact, our work is mostly with enterprises, you know, big companies like Walmart, Salesforce, Ernst Young, um, but also smaller companies, because whatever the size of your company right now, what we are recognizing is that Helping your employees um, recharge and take care of themselves is no longer just a nice to have benefit. It is absolutely essential for the bottom line. And the well-being or lack of well-being in terms of burnout of your employees is a leading indicator that affects um, bottom line business metrics. Right. And when we look into companies, people in HR most times have to carry the hardest burden in this economic, in this very difficult economic situation. You know, they have to make tough cuts telling people about being laid off. Do you have a specific advice to share for them? Yes. You know, we, first of all, what is interesting is that HR leaders, I just wrote a piece for the Harvard Business Review on that, are more important than ever. They are mm -hmm. now the key executive beside the CEO uh, because physical well-being and mental well-being of employees uh, is essential to not for just for their own immune system, but for the company's immune system. So um, what we are recommending in, in our work with, uh, with HR leaders is to treat the full humanity of each mm -hmm. employee. A lot of what uh, the benefits that are most common now provide is point solutions, a meditation app, maybe a sleep app or a steps measuring app. But the truth is that you need to approach the whole human because everything is integrated. Mm -hmm. If I haven't gotten a good night's sleep, my body is going to crave bad food like right. sugar and bad carbs. Um, and I'm less likely to exercise or move. And I'm going to be uh, much more likely to move into negative fantasies and fear about the future. Mm -hmm. And also it's so important, of course, and we are beginning to recognize that, to approach mental health with the same prioritization that we're approaching physical health, especially as all around the world, um, employees are expressing and experiencing higher levels of stress, anxiety, depression. Mm. Uh, that's why we launched a program together with Stanford called Thriving Mind, um, mm -hmm. that identifies stress triggers, which vary from individual to individual, that if they're not addressed, become uh, symptoms of anxiety and depression. Before we go on, here's a brief message from us. We just kicked off ticket sales for our highlight event in the fall, the virtual Bits and Pretzels Networking Week from September 27th to October 2nd. If you want to learn more about our program featuring the top of the league of the international founder NPC community and get your ticket before it's too late and we are sold out, go to bitsandpretzels.com. Again, that's bitsandpretzels.com. Tickets are limited, so better hurry up. 
Now, since we are a Bavarian conference, this is also a Bavarian podcast, uh, we normally invite our podcast guests in this part for having a Bavarian beer with us in our Bavarian beer garden break, which we obviously can't do because you are in the US and I'm here <laughs> in Munich. But, you know, because here in Bavaria, obviously beer is considered also an essential part of well-being. I want to at least have a virtual beer with you and want to say cheers, Arianna Huffington. Cheers, Brita. <laughs> What are we drinking to today? Well, I hope um, very soon we'll be able to have a real beer together. I love that part of Bavarian culture. What are you drinking? I'll just copy you. <laughs> I drink uh, a white wine. Oh, a white wine. Uh, I'm, I prefer red wine. Is that okay? That's absolutely <laughs> fine. <laughs> so obviously, Thrive uh, Global's office is in New York in a very nice area. I met you there uh, a while ago. And the U.S. is still in the eye of the storm after the coronavirus hit. How did you yourself experience the crisis? And what were your personal learnings from that? So um, I have been extremely blessed uh, to be... Um, sheltering in place with my two daughters and my sister uh, in Los Angeles at our family home. And mm -hmm. um, even in the middle of this incredible trial, which has led to so many losses for so many people, um, I've been able to be with them. Uh, which I'm extremely grateful for. Obviously, a big part of Thrive Works is consulting companies. And you mentioned some that companies that you are working with um, about the well-being of their leadership and their employees. So how is your own business affected by Corona? And how did you yourself adjust to the situation? So uh, Thrive um, has never been busier because all the things that we are working on, reducing stress and burnout, um, increasing productivity and performance are now imperative for every company. So we um, had to dramatically increase our product and engineering teams so that we can uh, deliver um, faster on all the mm -hmm. products that um, our clients um, want because um, we are not really a consulting company. I mean, that's a small part of what we do. We are right. mostly a behavior change tech company because right. we believe in order to scale um, these behavior changes, um, you need a product. It's very hard to do it just through consulting and live workshops, although we do this as well. And we, and we are finding that as companies are getting ready to return to offices, that's the layer that is missing. You know, it's easier mm. to figure out, you know, um, elevator protocols or uh, right. using plexiglass. But if people don't actually wear their masks, which we're seeing that phenomenon a lot in the mm. U.S., if people get stressed at how their colleagues are behaving, those aspects need to also be addressed. I mean, even the president just started, obviously, to wear a mask, which he didn't do before. I know, so it's finally. <laughs> so it's obviously an issue, I, I guess, right? Exactly. It's, um, we, we are seeing how 
hard, though, it is to change behavior. And that's why behavior change right now for me as an entrepreneur is the coolest challenge we can possibly be facing. Mm -hmm. And we are obviously also at an inflection point for leaders. Uh, what kind of leadership is needed uh, according to your own assessment uh, right now? And how can leaders prepare, you mentioned, no, for companies returning back to the office, dealing with the insecurities uh, of their employees, the insecurities of their, you know, probably business partners, uh, their customers, their clients. How can they lead? Well, we have actually uh, built... Um a new leadership playbook, as we call it. And it starts with leaders recognizing that taking care of themselves is not self-indulgent. Mm -hmm. It's actually essential for them to show up as great leaders. And our um, leadership role model is actually Marcus Aurelius, mm -hmm. who was the Roman emperor, as you know, for... 19 years, 14 years of which he had to deal with a terrible plague. But right. as he wrote in his book, Meditations, which for me is the best leadership book, he was always able to return to that inner citadel of peace and imperturbability in, in himself. And from that place, you can be a much more creative and productive leader. Right. But, but you, know, it, you know, it's always so much easier said than done. It's so hard to get there for many. Um, it's very you know, hard to if you don't practice micro steps. Right. But if you start introducing micro steps into your life, like let me give you just a couple of very easy ones. One is um, declare an end to your working day. It doesn't matter what time it is. That's up to you. But start somewhere. And mm -hmm. declare that end through a small ritual. Our favorite ritual is turn off your phone and charge it outside your bedroom. You need to create mm -hmm. a separation between our work lives, especially as many of us are working from home now. Right. And our professional lives. Because without that separation, we are always on. We never recharge. And we don't wake up in a place from which we, we can face all the challenges. Another small micro step uh, we have actually taken from the Navy SEALs. Mm -hmm. um, they practice in moments of highest uh, um, anxiety and stress what's called box breathing. Okay. It's focusing on the power of the breath with four deep inhales, Pause to the count of four, exhale to the count of four. Um, also, just one more micro step. You know, pick a time when you stop consuming social media and coronavirus news. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it will still be there, but you need to create a demarcation line. Mm -hmm. between the constant consumption of news and social media and that connection with yourself. Right. And, and you also gave like advices. I've been reading a lot to, you know, the things that you wrote about during Corona, the coronavirus situation. You, you talked about count your successes more than your failures, establish yeah. clear priorities, don't hoard decisions. So, so talk about like this very specific things that we all can take into consideration to become better uh, in, you know, making, you know, actually bringing on this demarcation line that you talked about. 
Well, as leaders, you know, it's uh, very easy for us to operate like firefighters, you know, constantly um, being in a state of urgency. Hmm. But we need to really differentiate between what is urgent and what is truly important because everything is urgent. If everything is urgent, then nothing Hmm. is prioritized. So, of course, these are important steps for leaders at every time, but they are essential during a time like this when we are facing um, an unprecedented period of uncertainty. And that is really the key. Uncertainty is terrifying for many people. Right. Uh, so I think helping leaders and everyone, frankly, um, deal with being more in the present and less in our negative fantasies about the future is key. We... Um, we recognize different stress types here in our thriving mind course. And a lot of people have what is known as a threat response Mm -hmm. where they see everything in terms of threats and things going wrong. I have a little quote on my desk from the French philosopher Montaigne um, that says, there were many terrible things in my life, but most of them never happened. (laughs) <laughs> That's a good one, actually. So, so talk about, you know, what you are looking forward to after this crisis and this time of social distancing is over. What are you looking forward to? What are your, like, biggest hopes and expectations for the next couple of months when we, you know, can probably overcome the situation of social distancing? Well, first of all, let me just say that I look forward to today. I don't just look forward to going back to how things were. Mm -hmm. I think for me that's incredibly important because if we're only looking forward to when things are different, we are missing this moment. (laughs) And um, I, there's a lot of stuff that I love about my new life without in any way underestimating how terrible and painful this time has been in terms of real losses and financial losses. Mm. But also it's been a time where uh, I and millions of others have been able to kind of Marie Kondo our lives and Mm. strip away what is not needed, move Mm. to things that are more essential. I mean, actually Pope Francis in a blessing he delivered while praying for an end to the coronavirus, summed it up beautifully. He said, it's a time to choose what matters and what passes away. A time to separate what is necessary from what is not. Hmm. And so I've, I've experienced that so much during this time, including not having to fly everywhere. Right. And, um, and having more time with the people I love and, And I think everybody has in some form or another experienced that. When all this is over, obviously there are lots of friends that I've missed. And also what I've missed the most is being in our office, which, as you know, I love in New York, Mm -hmm. with all my colleagues and, and people I work closely with over Zoom now. But being together, getting in a room together, whiteboarding ideas and all that, that's what I'm most looking forward to, as well as walking and hiking 
without being um, so careful about being six feet apart. (laughs) (laughs) Coming to the very last part of our podcast, which is our either or game. And this is how it works. I give you two words. You please make one decision, choose one word and explain real quick why you made that choice. So, Brita, I'm happy to play this game, but I need to tell you from the beginning that I think life is not about either or, but about (laughs) yes and. Okay. So, if I say yes and, you'll have to forgive me. Okay, great. So, the first one, obviously, is bits or pretzels. Oh, I would say bits and pretzels, because they're both like different parts of our humanity, And we need both. Dreamer or realist? Oh, Brita, definitely both. Because as um, my favorite vision quote puts it, vision without execution is hallucination. So what's the point of being a dreamer if you can't be realistic? And what's the point of being a realist if you can't dream of a better future? Okay, I have another one for you. Early bird or night owl? Oh, that is an easy one. Um, Early bird. Because you just like to get up early? Yeah, because um, I had to train myself because life begins early. And if I'm a night owl, which is actually more my disposition, then I end up also getting up early (laughs) and being (laughs) exhausted. Okay. Data or gut feeling? Both. Get, gut feeling is key. Intuition, insights, uh, our inner wisdom are key. But then we need to validate with data. Right now we are kind of starving from wisdom and drowning in data. So we need to bring the two together. Interesting. Who was the bigger role model for you, your father or your mother? My mother, definitely. She is the one who taught me not to be afraid of failing. Um, Her saying was, failure is not the opposite of success. It's a stepping stone to success. Lead or follow? Oh, definitely both. Um, I'm a big believer in leading, but also in following because I'm constantly learning. Speaking or listening? Oh, I learned more and more to listen because uh, when I listen, I'm a better speaker. And the last one, conquer or compromise? Sometimes in order to conquer, you have to compromise. Ariana Huffington, thank you so much for coming on the Bits and Pretzels podcast. It was a huge pleasure. Thank you so much, dear Brita. I'm looking forward to having a real beer together soon. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right. That was it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Please let us know how we do and write to us at podcast at bitsandpretzels.com. Don't miss the next episode of this podcast and subscribe to our media newsletter at bitsandpretzels.com slash media sign up. Again, that's bitsandpretzels.com slash media sign up. Stay safe and see you next Wednesday.